Pregnancy and postpartum are some of the most nutritionally demanding times of your life, which makes sense because you're basically acting as your baby's pantry while pregnant or nursing. That's why the quality of your prenatal supplements is so vitally important. Hands down, the one I recommend is needed. So I'm thrilled to say that if you use the code BIRTHFUL at thisisneeded.com, you can get 20% off your first month of needed products. Needed is the number one nutrition brand recommended and used by me and over 4,000 practitioners from nutritionists to midwives, functional medicine doctors, and OBGYNs. Needed is for anyone trying to conceive, pregnant, postpartum, and really, this is goodness you can use even before and beyond the perinatal years. Along with prenatals, Needed offers premium supplements for every stage, from egg quality support to a lactation support plan, a stress and sleep support plan, and a gut health plan. In fact, I've had clients rave about Needed's pre and probiotic formula, saying how much better it made them feel compared to their usual probiotics. And to me, Needed's hydration support packets, which only have ingredients you can pronounce, are a must in any doula or hospital bag. Also, Needed's prenatal multi is available in capsules and easy-to-take vanilla powder for those with nausea or pill fatigue. Head over to thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. That's thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. I'm Adriana Lozada, and you're listening to Birthful. And just like every other week, today I'm on my own, taking about 10 minutes or so to talk to you one-on-one about a topic that is going to help you out tremendously as your birth approaches. This week, I want to talk about what happens during triage. And triage is basically the place you go to when arriving at the hospital, where basically your fate is decided as to whether you're in labor enough to be admitted. So if we look at the medical definition of triage, it is the assignment of degrees of urgency to wounds or illnesses to decide the order of treatment of a large number of patients or casualties. So from the eyes of the hospital, what they're trying to figure out is, are you worth giving a room to and having you there for who knows how many hours? I did a little bit of research and I found that the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology has a committee opinion that says that obstetric triage volume typically exceeds the overall birth volume of a hospital by 20 to 50 percent. So that is to say there are more people waiting to see if they get admitted to the hospital because of being in labor than how many rooms they have. And which is why it's so crucial for them to determine whether you are moving along fast enough to deserve a room. Now, in terms of you, you're thinking you're in triage because, well, first, you're in labor, most likely. There are other reasons why you might be in triage, and that's if you're experiencing preterm labor or signs of preeclampsia. The baby's not moving as much as they would like them to be or is expected, vaginal bleeding, acute abdominal pain, and maybe because your water has broken early and they, 
your care provider send you in to confirm if the water is broken or not? In that case, you're probably not even gonna take up a room, right? If it's early, 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 you might just go home. So in terms of what triage looks like, it's going to vary from hospital to hospital, but usually it is not a cozy private space. It's more, I've seen hospitals where it's a big room that has, say, seven beds in it, and there are curtains dividing, sectioning off the beds into sort of cubbies. And those are not very private at all. You can hear what the person on the other side of the of the curtain is saying. Other places, they're also a big space, but it's divided, say, by glass walls that have curtains to give visual privacy. And those tend to be, yeah, more private. Now, what happens at triage? The first thing, like I said, is assessing if you are going to be admitted or not. And to do that, they look at you, they look at baby. So for baby, what they do is a 20-minute baseline monitoring strip of their heartbeat. And that's done through an electronic fetal monitor. And they want 20 minutes of that baseline continuously, usually. So if it gets chopped up because you moved or baby moved, it might take longer than 20 minutes to get that. And you might have the strip on for longer. Another thing that happens is that you'll be checked for dilation and that you can decline. But usually it's how they measure whether you're in active labor or not. Active labor is defined as being five or six centimeters dilated. So if you're three or four or less, the options are, well, you can just go home if you're feeling like, okay, I'm here too early. Or you could go and walk around for an hour and come back and get checked again. And if there's a difference between the first check and the second check, it shows progress. And that will probably get you admitted. If you're thinking, should I go home or not? Check in with your gut. Trust your gut. Birth is not linear. And I've seen people be two centimeters long and then suddenly in an hour change to six centimeters and then have a baby a couple hours later. So check in with your gut, but then decide whether you stay or go home. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths per day? That is so many breaths. Now, according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases, up to a hundred times more polluted. So then what is the solution for cleaner indoor air? For me, it's Air Doctor and their line of superb air purifiers that have captured the attention of established media outlets such as CNN, Money, ABC, and many more. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so that your lungs don't have to. This includes all kinds of pollutants, such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses that can make you sick. Plus, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BIRTHFALL to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast listeners, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctor.com. 
A-P-R-O dot com. So airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code birthful. Other things that happen at triage is they're going to ask you a bunch of questions in terms of your history. If you're GBS positive, they're going to also assess your contraction pattern. And if your water is broken, they'll also verify that that indeed has happened. How they verify that can be through a vaginal swab. And because amniotic fluid has a different pH, it will turn blue quite rapidly to say, yes, I'm amniotic fluid, your water broke. If that's not so clear, they might then do a a slide check. They put a slide in a microscope with amniotic fluid on it or what they're trying to determine if it's amniotic fluid. And when that dries, if it's in a beautiful ferning pattern, then it is amniotic fluid because that's, you know, how beautiful things are. (sighs) I think it's fascinating, personally. They may also ask you if you want to change into a gown, um, or they might wait until you're admitted to suggest the gown. Know that you don't have to, at any point, change into any gown. You can wear your own clothes, but if you want to, it's there for you. And things that you can ask while you're in triage in terms of a little preparation for maybe being admitted is to ask if you can be matched with a nurse that is a good fit for you. That's a good time to do it before you're admitted and before somebody has been assigned to you. So how long does triage take? And it's really going to depend on how close you are to giving birth and if there's any rooms available. Usually, though, the process that I just mentioned takes about 45 minutes But it can be longer, even several hours, if you are not visually close to delivering and the rooms are quite full. Or if, for example, you got to triage right around shift change, they're not going to want to put you in a room and have a nurse learn about you and then switch you. So you can ask about shift change and avoid going to the hospital at that time if that works for your labor. So say you, ta-da, are an active labor, you are admitted, you're going to a room, now what? So before you go to a room, if they haven't offered a gown, they're going to offer you change your clothes, you're going to have a labor and delivery nurse assigned to you, and then they're going to do a blood draw, which it's really important for you to know that your veins during pregnancy might be a difficult stick. For some reason, that might take more than one pricking with a needle to get the Heplock or the IV port in. And just know to expect that. Know also that in terms of where to place that Heplock, it is more comfortable on your forearm than on your wrist. And it's also more comfortable on the back of your hand than on your wrist because you're going to want to move that hand um, and you don't want to be pinching or occluding the catheter. This doesn't mean that you need IV fluids going in through there. You don't, but it's more of having the access to it. You don't even, if you want to, you can refuse that altogether and then they'll just do the blood draw. But they tend to want to put the Heplock in. So understand if that's, you know, a fight you want to have. Other things they'll do is they'll check your vitals. They'll have you sign a bunch of forms, ask you a bunch more questions like when did you eat last? Uh, what's your GBS status? And they might touch your belly to see baby's position because they want to make sure the baby's head down. 
And if they can't quite tell, but just by doing a hands-on touching of the belly, they, or through the vaginal exam, then what they might do is bring out an ultrasound, a portable ultrasound machine, just to double check that that baby, that your baby is head down. This is a perfect time to give them your birth plan to share any wishes that you might have. And then in terms of when you're taken to your room, you can either walk or get rolled in a wheelchair, whatever you prefer. Now, can you skip triage? So I have had a client that she has the best luck. And for some reason, she skipped triage the three times she was in labor. And I was her doula for that. But I think it was because she was so in labor when we got to the hospital that it was very clear that she was delivering. That is not always the case. There's no guarantees. But if you're feeling like, really, I, I'm clearly having a baby. Baby's coming. Just ask, say, can we skip triage? Like, baby's coming. If you they say no and you go to triage, you go to triage. Another reason why you might skip triage is if you're coming in for an induction. It's a foregone conclusion that you're going to be admitted. You're here to have a baby. So you'll just most likely just go straight into your room. Regardless of how it happens, I hope you have a wonderful triage experience. Birthful was created by me, Adriana Lozada, and is a production of Lantigua, Williams & Co. The show's senior producer is Paulina Velasco. Virginia Lora is the managing producer. Cedric Wilson is our lead producer. Kojin Tashiro mixed this episode. Thank you for listening to and sharing Birthful. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and everywhere you listen. Come back next week for more ways to inform your intuition.